hey, thank you so much for clicking on this first ever Reach More podcast episode. In this show, Mari Pablo and I, Dan Boyd, your hosts are going to interview amazing Catholics from around the world who are doing the important essential work of evangelization. Now you might say, what does that have to do with me? I don't need to evangelize. And my response is, it has everything to do with you. Why? Because every single one of us, if we're baptized, is invited to share who Jesus is with the world and what he's done for us. Now you might say, well, I don't have the degrees. I don't have the certifications. And I say, great, we can't all have those and we can't all get those. But every single one of us still has the opportunity and the privilege to share who Jesus is with our friends, with our families, with our co-workers, with our neighbors. And so those are the people we're highlighting, people who aren't professional Christians, but they're working in the world. They're raising families. They're hanging out with their neighbors, and they're telling those people who Jesus is and how he can make a difference in their lives. And so I invite you to hang out with us for every single episode so that you can hear these stories of creative ways that people are following Jesus and responding to him so that you can think of ways that you can do the same thing, but in a way that fits with your life. So in this episode, Mari Pablo and I are going to introduce who we are and talk about what the show is going to be like. And then I cannot wait for you to hear our first guest. He has a really, really interesting background. He spent decades as an investigative reporter in the inner city. Uh, and he's going to share about how he went from doing that to sharing who Jesus is with people around him. So thanks so much for joining us. Be sure to hit subscribe wherever it is down here somewhere. I trust that you can figure it out. I think I cut my finger off. Let me do that again. Yeah, somewhere down there. And strap yourselves in. You're going to love it. Thanks so much. Hello, everyone, and I hope you are having an awesome day. I'm so excited to be here to just talk about life and dive into this podcast together. Well, I am too. So uh, my name is Dan. I am one of your hosts. And next to me on the podcast screen, but not physically, is Mari. She is your other podcast host. We're in the same state. We are, Just yeah. We're, we're yeah, hours and hours away. Um, Orlando and Miami. I'll let you guess which one is in Orlando, which one's in Miami. You never know. Um, well, this is an introductory episode. So if you're just uh, if you just found the show, whatever time, uh, and you jumped in because you wanted to, to listen to a particular podcast, maybe by someone you know or something that that is appealing to you, but you wanted to find out a little bit more about this podcast. This is the episode You're that like, lets you know a little bit more about the podcast. Yeah. So this is where we tell you a little bit more about the Evangelical Catholic, Reach More, because this is the Reach More podcast, um, the podcast itself, and then a little bit about us. So let's start, Mari, with the Evangelical Catholic. Uh, tell us about the EC. Yeah, so the EC has been going around for 25 years. In the next episode, you'll have Jason, who is our president, kind of explain a little bit more about how it started. Um, but I didn't even know about the EC until recently, which is a funny, crazy story about how that happened. Um, but basically, we, we were called the Evangelical Catholic, and some people are very confused by that name, and they're like, wait, what? Uh, it's really simple. It says in the catechism that the church exists for to evangelize. If it wasn't for evangelization, the church would go nowhere. If the apostles never left the upper room, we would have no church, right? So it's really talking about the importance that if we're Catholic, we need to also be evangelizers. And so how do we go out and how do we spread the message? And as the laity, right, we're all, the EC is all about training the laity and equipping the laity, which is the majority of the church, right, to go out and to spread the gospel message. 
And I'm not saying that it's by being on the side of the streets and yelling, repent and believe in the gospel. I'm saying that the way that we evangelize is by having conversations with people and bringing Christ to wherever we are in the secular everyday life. And the EC is all about equipping people on how to do that because it sounds simple. And I think oftentimes when you go places, it's like, just go make disciples of all nations, just have fun. And it's like, well, how do you do that? Right? Like, what does that mean? And what are practical ways to do that? And that is what we do through the reach more training of reach more. That's a, that's a great description. And I, you know, the, I like what you said at the end there, like, how do you do that? You know, it's like, if you're describing a magic trick to somebody, it's like, you just reach into the hat and then you pull the rabbit out. Like that sometimes like, that's what evangelization God. is like for people. It's like, Hey, that's all you got to do. Uh, but it's, it's not that simple. And yeah. you know, going back to the, the word evangelical evangelize, um, the root of that word is, is to the, the prefix au, and that turned into a eve, uh, au meaning good or well, and then, mm -hmm. uh, angelion, which is to, to announce. So it's like to mm -hmm. announce good things, to announce mm -hmm. good news. And so to be an evangelical Catholic, mm -hmm. to be evangelical, uh, well, it might have a, you know, kind of a, a different meaning, um, uh, for some really just means to be based in the good news of Jesus. Uh, and something super fun right now, there's a weed whacker going outside my, my window. So I'm going to like mute myself periodically. Uh, but Mari, um, so tell us a little bit more about reach more and how it can help equip people. Yeah. So pretty much, uh, when I got to the EC, I had a lot of questions of who are you and what do you guys do? And what I loved is. It's a very simple thing that they do at the EC that we do is just the Jesus process. So what did Jesus do? He sought the lost and the least. He invited people. He discerned who to invite. Uh, he discerned who to invite first. Then he invited them. He formed and trained them for three years. He sent them out and through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, he shepherds them even today, right? Because the Holy Spirit is still with us. And so that's what we do at the EC. We, we're very simple. We just copy Jesus because who does it better than Jesus? Oh yeah, no one, right? So um, we want to seek the lost and the least. And we discern who are faithful, available, teachable people to invite. And Jesus took three years. The Reach More training group takes three months because, you know, three years would be way too long. So in those three months, what do we do? Uh, we have something that's just the hearts and habits of mission. So it's connection to Christ, relationships, and intentional discipleship making. At the forefront, if you don't have an occasion to Christ and your prayer life isn't good and you're not good, then nothing else is going to make sense and nothing else matters, right? The Eucharist is amazing. If you don't have relationship with Christ, the Eucharist is nothing, right? So um, just kind of really focusing and reach more connection to Christ. So much so that a part of the 12 weeks is having prayer time every single day for 15 minutes and diving in through next step, which you'll hear later about just having one-on-ones and talking about scripture and talking about prayer and talking about your life story and how does God fit and talking about the sacraments, right? And really having people encounter just a personal encounter and deep deepening of their relationship with the Lord, whether they've been in the faith for years and years or they're newbies, right? Whatever it is, I don't care if you're the Pope, like the Pope has things to learn from, the priests have things to learn from, religious, like all of us. And this is what's so beautiful about our faith, that it's a mystery and that there's always more to discover. And it's not so heaven where our faces will probably melt off because we're going to be like, whoa, right? Like just, ah, okay, great. Uh, be it some commission. So that's part one is just connection to Christ. And then we talk about relationships. And what I love about it is it's very practical. So 
uh, we talk about, we're talking about, okay, go, go talk to people. We have an entire session that's literally based on how to have conversations with people, which seems simple. A lot of people have no idea how to have conversations with people. Um, and I get this comment, my family, we're not all super into the faith. And one of my cousins came to me, she's in high school. She's like, Maddie, you're just so, you're so deep with your questions. And you just, you just, I don't know, like your conversations. And I looked at her and I said, I just asked you how you're doing. And she was like, <laughs> I just started laughing. I was like, it's not that complicated. They're simple questions, but we live in a world where people don't know how to have questions. Um, so much so there's like games being made. That's just how to ask people questions. So it's very practical. So we talk about conversation, then you actually do it. We talk about it's important to know your story and then you actually share it. We talk about it's important how to pray together and then you actually pray. So reach more through that, especially through diving into scripture, is just an opportunity to gather a group together, kind of make, create a small group training group, equip them, walk with them, to then send them out to have their own apostolate. And the difference between a ministry and apostolate, ministry comes from something that like a priest asks you to do something. That's a ministry, right? A priest or anyone from holy orders. Apostolate is, I am Catholic because I'm baptized. I'm called to be priest, prophet, and king. So I'm called to do things because the people you know, that, that you're, whoever you're listening to, whoever I'm talking to, people you know, I don't know. I don't live where you are. And the gifts that you have, I don't have. So the things that God can do through you, he can't do through me and he can't do through your neighbor. And so in the by equipping you and, and training the laity, we can transform the entire world just by allowing people to recognize their call and what the things the Lord wants to do through you, not just while you're at church, but in your everyday life with every single person you encounter and with every single person you speak to. And that's how we reach more. And that's how we reach more. And then <laughs> after the training, we continue to shepherd you. So we don't just say peace out. Yeah, yeah. That's really big, right? But yeah, we're absolutely. continually, every two or three months, we're gathering together and still forming and still walking with you because... Again, if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit and God continued to walk with us, our church would have gone nowhere. Indeed. Absolutely. Um, that's a great introduction to the Evangelical Catholic and to reach more. Uh, now we can talk about this podcast. So um, we wanted to start this podcast, we being the Evangelical Catholic, because we wanted to share stories from the field of people who are, they're not professional ministers. They haven't been asked by a priest to do something necessarily. Um, but they are responding to the invitation from Jesus to share his saving good news with the people around them. And that's that looks different for every single one of us. And so we're going to share stories about people who uh, just befriend their neighbor. And we're going to share stories about uh, people who who start small groups. We're going to start uh, or share stories about people who start a Bible study in their their office before people get there and uh, people who just go to coffee shops or bowling alleys or breweries or what have you. And the idea is not to say, oh, just follow these steps. This is what you should do, because that's not going to work. There's no formula for this, uh, but instead to help people see, oh, that person's like me. And even though that wouldn't work for me, I could do something similar. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you add, Mari? Yeah, I think that's it. Just I think the more you hear stories, the more you're like, oh, whoa, I can do something like that and I can get excited and I can just 
again, the three, you're going to hear me think, say this multiple times in this podcast, like, who are you? What are your gifts? What are you passionate about? And who do you feel called to walk with? And when you answer those things, you have your apostolate, right? And so the more we hear stories, the more our brains and the Holy Spirit can guide us to see, well, what are you calling me to? And it's just really cool to hear people's experiences because it's actually happening and we can learn from each other. So I think those questions are a great way to introduce ourselves. So uh, what, are, what is it? Who are you? What are you passionate about? And who do you feel called to? Did I get that right? Yeah. And what are your gifts? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. What are your gifts? The The weed whacker is still going strong. So I'm just going to keep You're good. Myself. It's not that I'll bad. I'll let you. Bad. Okay, good, good. That one was a little bad. I heard that one. <laughs> The weed whacker is getting really close to Dan. Be careful. Um, okay, so I am Mari Pablo. I am coming to you from Miami, Florida. I'm originally from Dominican Republic and Palestine. So my family um, originally originally is from Bethlehem. I like to say I'm related to Jesus somehow or maybe King David. I don't know, but it's super epic. I was actually just in the Holy Land a month ago and it was amazing. Uh, and then my most of my family currently lives in Dominican Republic. I am bilingual. And I'm very, very, I just love my heritage and where I come from. Uh, but I was born and raised in Miami and grew up in a charismatic, like a Catholic household. Um, had a, I'll give you the one minute version of my life. Uh, grew up Catholic, had a lot of issues with my health growing up. I had 13 ear surgeries, almost died when I was one. I mean, not, not one, seven. Uh, through that, I encountered the Lord on a deeper level. And then high school came, was in and out of my faith, kind of a little lukewarm for a while. And then had a transformative experience when serving at a summer camp in Georgia, Catholic camp. And there the Lord kind of knocked me out of my socks through confession and through adoration. And then I went to Franciscan University because I had a massive conversion, changed my life around. Went to Franciscan, I studied theology and psychology. Then I was a youth minister for three years in New Orleans, go NOLA. Uh, absolutely fell in love with that city. And then I would, they were very family oriented. So I missed my family a lot. So I came back to Miami and I taught morality and sacraments and was a campus minister at my alma mater high school for eight years. And in the process speaking, um, just traveling, speaking about the Lord started, started picking up and I felt the Lord was calling me elsewhere. And he made it very evident that that elsewhere was working with the evangelical Catholic, um, literally had never heard of them and said, Jesus, I've applied nowhere and done nothing but your God. So if you want me to working somewhere else, just make it happen. You have a week. Amen. And two hours later, got an email from this company called the Evangelical Catholic saying, hey, I don't think you know who we are, but would you like a job? <laughs> it was God's wild. And he doesn't always work that way. I repeat, he does not always work that way. But with me, sometimes he has to because I'm very stubborn. And so currently I have two older sisters an adorable niece and nephew, and I live in Miami and travel the world talking about Jesus and serving 30, uh, 30 parishes and universities in America through the Evangelical Catholic as their consultant, which is super cool. So I get to just work with people in ministry and the laity and meet with them on a weekly basis and help equip them so they can believe in themselves to go out and train others to do the same. Um, and it's a pretty cool life. Uh, besides that, 
I really love food. I think that's essential to my identity and who I am as a daughter of the Lord. I think he created me with a deep passion for food. Food is the most important thing in my life. And I can say that because of the Eucharist. So if you include the Eucharist, then I can say that food is the most important thing in my life because that includes Jesus. And I love hiking and being ridiculous and adventures and people are really important to me. And yeah, the end. Nice. That's a great intro. So um, <laughs> it's, it's Holy Week as we're recording this. What are you going to eat during Easter, okay. whether it's Easter Sunday, the octave, the season, whatever? Okay. So I'm so happy you asked me this question. So in Dominican Republic, we have a tradition for Holy Week, and that is to eat something called habichuela con dulce, which is sounds oh, really yeah. gross. No, no, but I, I, I know swear it's not. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. I do. Yeah. So every Holy Week we make this thing. It's like it's like think of it's kind of like beans, like reddish beans, yeah. but turned into a dessert. And it is phenomenal and life-changing. And I know I, I, I'm I probably going to be a heretic by saying this, so don't take it the wrong way. But for me, like, it's not fully Holy Week if I'm not eating habichuela con dulce at some point throughout the week. Hey, it's that's like, the way. Man, I love the, the way culture and the, the faith. Is because like, we only have yeah. it during this week. Like, I never have wow. this any oh, other time. Like, yeah, yeah. Only this week. So that is my... I'm very, very excited. And then I don't eat the mini Cadbury eggs, the mini ones. I don't eat them until Easter, after Easter vigil. I actually, don't judge me. I put them in my purse. And when I... Oh, so you, <laughs> so like after you receive communion, so, do you even, do you wait till you get out of church? No, I wait till literally like I'm eating my Cadbury egg while we're sitting in the like closing hymn. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Wow. That's so those two things, Avichela con dulce and my Cadbury eggs, like need to be a part of my life during Holy Week. Cool. Well, what about so you, you know, Dan? <laughs> before before I jump in, um, do you know who else eats uh, a, like a sweetened red bean dessert? Who? I think that's a thing in Japan. Really? Yeah. You got to check it out when you go. I'm going to Japan, guys, in a few weeks. Because I am the consultant for the Archdiocese of Military Services, which is amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Which is amazing. So anyone that's listening, if you're at all involved with the military, like get involved with the Archdiocese of Military Services. They are partners with us and they're phenomenal. So I'm actually going to Japan to speak on their base. That's what is really my life? cool. Oh, God that's is so crazy. Fun. That's so fun. Um, okay. So about me. Um, I was born in Minnesota, but I've spent almost my entire life in Florida. And um, yeah. similar to you, I was raised in a Catholic family. And uh, I had a, a very deep conversion when I was in high school. And I went on a retreat with a, a friend, kind of to be his wingman. And mm -hmm. uh, while I was there, like I believed everything the church taught. But it was it, it, it had largely not impacted my life because it was just, you know, it's kind of like believing everything about science. But like how much does science influence the, mm -hmm. like, okay, you can memorize the periodic table, but does, does that really influence what you do when you get up in the morning? Probably not. Um, so on this retreat, I, uh, I would say rather, I was about to say I did something. I didn't do anything. Jesus did something and Jesus showed me that he's real, that he wants a relationship with me. And mm -hmm. uh, that changed my life. And I, I remember telling my friend, uh, the guy whose wingman I was at the end of that retreat, we were coming home. I said, I want to spend the rest of my life teaching people about Jesus. And mm. uh, 
by the grace of God, I've been able to do that with a bunch of my adult life. So I've spent time working in Catholic high schools like you. I, I spent one year teaching Spanish. So we are both bilingual. Um, and you. Um, <laughs> Mi gente. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> That's um, <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. I can like, it's cool when you do. Um, but um, for those of you who don't know, that means my people. And so it wouldn't, yeah. be, it wouldn't be authentic for me to say that. Um, it's true. It's true. Dan. But um, so taught Spanish. And after teaching high school, I, was, I said, I love teaching people, but I got to teach for them who God is. And so went and got a master's in theology and uh, loved working in schools and ended up getting a doctorate in ed leadership because uh, I wanted to be involved with schools really at, at kind of the, the high level and helping influence uh, lots of different areas of education. And that led to uh, great jobs in ministry, working in diocesan leadership and, and having a hand in lots of different uh, things going on with evangelization, with catechesis, with campus ministry, with RCIA, you name it. And that was a blast. And um, I have a, a wife and a sweet little girl who is, uh, well, they're both amazing. Adorable. And we've been married for when you're listening to this, we've been married for uh, something like 13 and a half years. And um, let's see, what are what are my gifts? Um, I, I mean, I, I think I just said this, but I think I'm a, a teacher, I'm an educator, and I don't ever have to be in a classroom again to know that that's uh, just the gifts that the Lord has given me. And I love uh, mm -hmm. sharing the truth with other people uh, about lots of mm -hmm. things, whether it's about the gospel or, or just uh, the, the truth. I'm one of those people who likes learning things for the sake of learning. And some people will say like, well, how is that practical? It, like, it's practical because it's true and it helps me love God more and it helps me see him in the entire universe and glory him and, and say, uh, God, you're so good that you would create the universe this way. Uh, and I just, I am so grateful that I get to live in it. Um, mm -hmm. And the people I feel called to particularly are um, two groups. I'd say the ones who have never heard Jesus and to give them an opportunity to hear that because I think everybody is due the opportunity to respond mm -hmm. to the gospel uh, mm -hmm. and then to people who want to do that, who, you know, they, they want to know how to evangelize. They want to know how to, how to share the faith, but they just don't have the, any place to start and to mm -hmm. give them those first steps. I'm passionate about that. And I love mm -hmm. it. Um, and what I'm going to have for Easter, um, I'm definitely going to have some lamb. That's I love lamb. That's one of our family traditions to have lamb at Easter, mm -hmm. um, which is you love know that. theologically fitting. Um, and I too yeah. am going to have some chocolate. I don't know if I'm going to bring it with me to mass. I don't have a purse, so I can't put it in there. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, but I will eat. I will eat some good dark chocolate and uh, enjoy some wine as well because I've been going without mm. that. And uh, I gave up coffee kind of in the middle of Lent. I do this, this escalating thing. I actually really like it. I, I'm trying to do like an escalating thing that there, I kind of got it. Like I, I give up things in, in, uh, in stages. So I'll start by saying like, okay, I'm going to give up, you know, this and, and I'm going to pray more. And then when those things become easy, then I increase it. I escalate it. And, oh, you know, smart. if you were to do all of it at once, then it it's too hard. Yeah. But if yeah. you, if you just stick with like one of them at the beginning, it's too easy and it's not really that challenging. Mm. Um, and, and when I say challenging, what I mean is, like I give up things that I turn to rather than turning to God, uh, mm -hmm. like going on my phone or eating when I'm bored. And mm -hmm. so during those times when I would just distract myself, instead, it's an opportunity to just turn to Jesus and spend time with him in prayer, even if it's for, for 15 seconds or two seconds, mm -hmm. uh, which is a better use of my time. Uh, and so by the time I get to, to Easter, I've given up a bunch of stuff like caffeine and, and whatnot. So I don't know if I'm going to go back to caffeine. 
Uh, but if I do, I've done that before. It is, it's glorious when you go back to it. It's so good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to answer the two questions, my own question that I didn't answer them. Um, my gifts, uh, teaching, definitely speaking. I feel probably the most alive when I'm like on stage and I know that the Lord is the one doing things and I'm not speaking at all, but it's him. Um, and I'm a huge proponent of theology and psychology. And I think one of my gifts is like really being an advocate for that and really helping people that are struggling with mental mm. health issues. And specifically, I feel very called, like probably my favorite group and the people that at my heart, it will, I think, always be drawn to. And the one that I just love, like I just love them so deeply is teenagers. I just think teens are... I just, I just love them so much. So teens are probably my favorite and like, you know, college students, like that's a very close niche that I just um, loved very deeply. And the ones that people that don't see their life as a gift and see it more as a burden and people that are just sidelined, I always feel very drawn to them. Um, yeah. So those are the people that I feel drawn to the end. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, high schoolers are a lot of fun. It's a it was a great gift to work in high schools, and uh, it was a really special time of my life. So, well, that's this that's this podcast and who we are, your hosts. So, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, if you if you if you are like intrigued, us, keep listening. Yeah, hit subscribe. <laughs> if you don't like us yet, go ahead and then hit subscribe don't. anyway. Because no, 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 no. Because you might like what comes up in the future. And so like, That's if you're here, up, if you're here at this point, then you haven't given up on us yet. And so it's probably like, there's a good bet. You're going to get something out of this. So go ahead and hit yeah. subscribe. You can always unsubscribe, but if you it's forget true. about us and then we're lost in the ether, you can never subscribe again. And we'll have guests and other people that won't be us too. So <laughs> That's it'll true. be so a great opportunity. Like That's just tell us who you want on here. Um, or maybe it's so, you. Yeah. If you have a creative apostolate and you want to be on here, let us know. Um, Mari, how can they get in touch with us? You can email us at ec at evangelicalcatholic.org. There we go. Yeah, that's right. Well, friends, thank you for listening to this uh, introduction to the Reach More podcast. And we look forward to journeying with you and hopefully inspiring you to answer the Lord's call and find your own creative uh, apostolate. I almost said creative podcast. That might be it, but creative apostolate to go out into. So God bless and you. you can learn more about day. us. Oh, I was just gonna say we can learn oh. more about us at evangelicalcatholic.org as well. There we go. I'm yeah, you should think. go there too. Um now God bless you. Bye. And there you have it, our first episode. Thanks so much for sticking with us. We really appreciate it. If you have not already hit subscribe, if you are watching, then it should be down here below somewhere on the screen. And if you are listening, you can just find it right there in your app. That really helps us. Thanks so much. And you could also really help us by leaving up to a five-star review if you are listening on one of the audio platforms or just commenting down below. So thank you so much. God bless you and count on our prayers. Until next time. Peace.